This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Lilly Oncology. Hello, welcome to this edition of the BreastCancer.org podcast. I'm Jamie DePolo, the senior editor at BreastCancer.org, and the guest on this podcast is our chief medical officer, Dr. Marisa Weiss. She's going to talk about a very interesting study that was presented at San Antonio looking at differences between mastectomy versus radiation and lumpectomy, or lumpectomy and radiation for early stage breast cancer, and there seemed to be a survival benefit for the women who had lumpectomy plus radiation, which sort of makes people wonder, did I make the right decision? And so Dr. Weiss, can you kind of tell us, give us a little background on the study and then why this is important and what women can take home from this? Right, well, thank you for having me today. Uh, This is such an important choice that many women who are diagnosed with breast cancer have to make. And it comes soon after the biopsy is done Um, that tells you you have a diagnosis. You have to make this big choice. Do I want to keep my breast and have what's called breast-conserving therapy? Some people call it breast preservation therapy. Or do I want to have mastectomy? Or do I need to have mastectomy? So let's sort of go over all that. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, when it comes to women with early-stage breast cancer, generally the standard of care still is to treat the whole breast one way or the other. And you can do that by removal of the whole breast that's called mastectomy. And in this case of this study and in practice today, breast conservating therapy means removing the area of abnormality in something called a lumpectomy, trying to get clear margins around it, and using radiation to treat the remainder of the breast tissue. And when you say clear margins, just to make sure everybody understands, that means that the area, the rim of tissue around the cancer that was removed, there's no cancer cells in that. So it's a clear... What it means is that healthy tissue, right? No, no. What the what the negative margin means is that there's no cancer cells on the ink on the outside of the specimen that was taken out. Okay. The margin is the space between the cancer and the edge of the specimen. Okay. And that's the margin. But a clear margin means um, that there's no cancer cells on the very outside, the outside of a let's say a ball of tissue that's been removed. There's nothing on that outside surface. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. So this test, I'm sorry, this study rather, um, out of Holland or the Netherlands, looked at uh, 37,000 women in Holland who were treated between the years of 2000 and 2004. And because Holland has a national health service and they can track every single person who's treated in Holland, they can learn a lot about their population and they can observe them over time. So this is a very important study because it is a whole population and it's an observational study because you're tracking them all throughout their treatment and beyond uh, because because all the data is is collected systematically. Mm -hmm. And that's different though from a randomized controlled study where where only about 5% of women who have breast cancer in this country participate and, and generally speaking, one treatment arm gets the standard of care, which could be placebo, and the other treatment arm gets um, the, the test, the, the thing that you want to ask a question about. It might be a new treatment or whatever. In the case of a randomized control trial on the decision of breast preservation therapy or conserving therapy versus mastectomy, half the people will get breast conserving therapy, half the treatment people will get mastectomy. I only bring this up because... Um, one of the part of the discussion about the value of the results, which I'll go over in a sec, 
is that it's not a randomized control trial, which we consider to be the gold standard. Yet, it's still an important study to talk about because it's a whole population, and they followed the whole population over a period of time. So, so it's it's large, even though it wasn't randomized. Yes, but it's still it's interesting. It's, it's got some sturdy numbers in there. Okay, worth really looking at. Okay, and so what happened was they compared this in the group of thirty-seven thousand. About fifty-eight percent had breast conserving therapy. About forty-two percent have mastectomy. And they looked at how do these women do 10 years later after their treatment. And it looked like the people who had breast conserving therapy did a lot better than the women who had mastectomy. Then they scratched their head and said, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. The women in each group are not the same. So, of course, one group's going to do better than the other if one group like mastectomy has cancers that are bigger or tends to have more lymph nodes involved or something like that mm-hmm. that would make them unequal. So then they went back and they went through all their data and they tried to come down to two groups that were, in fact, very, very similar. Similar in stage, similar in treatment, similar in age, lymph node involvement, the grade of the cancer, the treatments given, as similar as they could get it, um, given the constraints of the, the data that they had. And when they corrected it in that way, breast conserving therapy still did better than mastectomy. That means that women who had breast conserving therapy had an overall survival advantage of about 19%. They did it about 19% better than the women who had mastectomy. And do we know why? And we don't know exactly why. Um, You know, mastectomy removes the breast out of the um, chest area. It's sort of like taking the pillow out of the pillowcase And when you do radiation therapy, you're giving radiation, which is a form of energy directed to the breast, as well as the whole pillowcase that's left behind, the skin and the um, chest wall behind the the breast area. And then you might be treating lymph nodes as well, depending on the situation. So we don't know why breast preservation people had a better outcome than women with mastectomy. In the past, the survival has been about the same. Mm Uh, and But we have seen survival advantages in women who get breast preservation and radiation who have lymph nodes involved because the radiation might be treating more of the tissues at risk than just mastectomy and lymph node dissection. But I think what we can say now in terms of how does this study help women today make the best decision for them? Mm-hmm. And I think there's some good news there because... Um, most women are trying to make this decision and they can make the decision between lumpectomy and radiation versus mastectomy. Most women have early stage disease, so this choice is possible for them. And uh, I think it will give greater confidence to the women who decide, you know, I'm going to keep my breast rather than have mastectomy and feel more secure about that choice. Um, Because there is a you know, human nature tendency to think that more is better. Mm-hmm. That like you get angry at your breast, it betrayed you, a cancer happens, you might feel vulnerable and, and scared of it and mad at it. Um, all those are normal feelings. And you might say, you know, I want you out of my body. Get out, get lost, like go away. And I wanna, you know, I'm gonna sacrifice my breast in order to do better. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are, a lot of that thinking is emotional. And, and it's normal to have that emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. But, you, but it is important also to give yourself the time to let some of those emotional emotions settle down and try to base your decision on the medical re- facts, 
and the studies that are out there. And this study is helpful in that way. So I think that when women feel like more is better, then they should be reassured to say, actually, uh, for women who have early stage breast cancer, that lumpectomy and radiation is, is it, has at least as good a survival as mastectomy and may even have a better outcome. Does the um, options for reconstruction, does that play at all into this decision? Uh, so, that, so that's a really good question. So uh, for women who have mastectomy across the country, about half or so will elect to have reconstruction, you know, more in the cities and less in other places where it's maybe less available. And um, reconstruction options can be affected by whether or not you need radiation also. So if you're having a mastectomy and you also need radiation because let's say the cancer was on the big side or you have a lot of lymph nodes involved or they couldn't get around it, whatever the reason, then that may influence what type of radiation you might have after, I'm sorry, what type of reconstruction you might have if radiation is part of the plan. There are some women who say, well, if I have mastectomy, if I have if I have to have a mastectomy in the future, and that mas- and and if uh, and if I have um, lumpectomy radiation now, then the radiation now might make it harder to have reconstruction later on. If I had mastectomy, there's a lot of different ways to think about it. Okay. But I think that the best way to think about it is um, that for the cancer that's being diagnosed now, most women have early stage disease and be, and can be a candidate for breast preservation therapy instead of mastectomy. And it's there these days mastectomies are becoming more popular because of fear and also a lot of celebrities have come forward to share their stories and a lot of them have had mastectomies. And so it is pushing a lot of women to do that mm-hmm. and they do think that more might be better. So I do think that, that this paper is saying that you can feel confident that you're getting it you that lumpectomy and radiation instead of mastectomy will give you the same, if not a better, outcome. Um, I do know that there's some people um, who had to have mastectomy, as you know as well, and people listening in, maybe because they, they, cancer, they couldn't get around the cancer to have lumpectomy, maybe because um, there was skin involvement or some other, or maybe it was there were multiple sites of involvement in the same breast, therefore mastectomy was a better option. It may be that someone has a breast cancer gene abnormality like BRCA1 or 2 and chose mastectomies not just in the treatment of the cancer they were diagnosed with, but they wanted it to have the most powerful prevention strategy in, because they're at high risk for having another problem in the future. So we hope that this study helps each one of you listening to make the best decision for your unique situation working with your doctor. Um, and, uh, and I think that it is an important study. And we, of course, want to, always want to learn more about future studies that can help inform this choice even more. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Weiss. That was helpful. And hopefully it will help all the women listening out there who may be wrestling with decision right now.